0: Winning with Vision View Sports Radio. And um, like I said, uh, we're going to go now to a different part of the show, which is uh, break down the game. We've got uh, a player, a captain uh, of the Lions. Uh, Malus Sissaboto is uh, going to be joining us and breaking down everything got to do with preparation, training, how he does it. Um, there's a man who's been playing for over 15 years. Uh, got over... Three hundred and fifty nine games at professional level. So this is a man who's got a lot of experience and um, he's gonna be sharing his views. Malusi Siboto, how are you? Yeah, I'm good man. How how's it going? I'm all good. Thanks, Val thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm leading with the the man with three hundred and fifty nine games. So I'm I'm gonna be relying on your experience. And uh how's the off season and how are you doing?
1: Uh, I mean not longer all season now, but I mean uh all season has been good, yeah uh I'm doing really well, so yeah, we've got a four day that's coming up this week, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: yeah it's um it's exactly part of the conversation that we want to have uh it's um I mean nowadays cricketers have been tasked uh, not only to 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 play all formats but um to change quickly between formats. Can you take us through, first of all, in terms of what do you do in the off season to make sure that uh, you are equipped to handle all the different sets of um, of formats? Uh, I know, for example, this season you've done something that you probably um, haven't done as you've. I mean, you went um, really hard in your physical training. Um, what brought that about first? Uh, before you talk about the skill sets um, that you have.
1: Yeah, I think. I think. So. Before that the reason I did that I realized like um during the season it's a bit harder to just have more gym time because of the amount of games we play in between so I thought that part is really important for me to just make sure that I'm my conditioning is really good and and that's the one part that I don't have to worry about when the season comes so that was very really important for me to make sure that I'm in shape and uh, and I'm um, I'm fit
0: and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you are someone who already has had fifteen years of ex- experience. You would think that someone like yourself would uh, feel that um, you know you you know what you're doing, but like the fact that you're still challenging yourself um, to do something different um, is that important to you?
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It is important for me. I, I think I I still. Aspire to play for Proteus, but, I, and if that's the goal still, I have to, to keep challenging myself. I have to keep looking at ways of to improve my game and, and to learn. And, and I think the, the one thing I, I think it's because I've been playing for a long time now also is that, um, my preseason was a bit different this year. Mm-hmm. It was more about just, do the basics every day and make, even if it's boring just carry on doing it because i mean there's things like rain that you can't control yeah and sometimes it just rains for a week and a two you don't have time to ball and mm. and you start panicking as a ball. so like right now i'm not even worried if it rains or doesn't rain because <laughs> i know i took all the work in off season and i trust my my skill and my action so i think that's the way I prepared for, in terms of my basics, is actually helping me out now to just not be at panic stage and just be at ease. And mm. with the rain, you don't have much time to bowl in the outdoors. And so, yeah, I think I think it's just the preparation of pre season. It's quite important to just set goals of how you want to have your pre season about and have your own goals. Don't rely on the coach to give you what to do have your own goals on how you want to go about your preseason, and and make sure you do that consistently because when the season comes, everything happens so quickly that you don't even know where you are. But if you spend so much time on what's required of you, you sort of, that, that unnecessary pressure you put on yourself is actually out of the way.
0: Yeah, I mean it's um, yeah, it's, it's something that um, as uh, someone who's worked uh, quite closely with you at times, I've seen uh, how meticulous you are and detailed you are when it comes to your to your prep. I mean, talking about, I mean, you've been through different generations of first-class cricket. I'm not trying to expose you in terms of how old you are now, but um, you you've uh, you've you've experienced different parts of cricket, uh, if I may put it like that, where. We went from guys used to just bowl and bowl and bowl, and now it's the more scientific way of, now guys are talking about workloads and you gotta be careful how much you do. I mean, you still put a lot of work away from from your training. How important has that been for you? And considering that you also now having to adapt to these different uh, um, approaches, of cricket. Is that something that um, has changed you a little bit, or is that something that you had to take on board um, and, and accept in terms of working with your SNCs and workloads, etc.?
1: Yeah, I, um, I think that's a very interesting question. Because, I mean, for me, I believe if I want to be able to perform consistently, mm. I need to bowl more. Mm. So. <laughs> How am I going to be performing if I'm only bowling one spell because of loads? Not mm. to the loads, but how am I going to be able to bowl the same pace on my third ball if I'm not doing it at training? Mm. So I think with the load, it's the guidelines where that sort of to understand, engage, um, understand the reasons at what stage when you get injuries, but also at the same time, as a bowler, you need to understand how far your body can go. So how am I going to be able to do that in the game if I'm not doing it in training? Yeah. So I think right now for me, I've always come from a a, a place where I just wanted to ball. Mm. And I think that's probably one of the reasons I've never had injuries. Because my body has, has sort of, I've understood my body and it, it's managed sort of loads mm. and if I needed to push myself extra I would do it because I trust my body. And that's also because I've trained I've trained my body to be aware of the little shocks and mm. and be aware of of where it needs to push itself to. Mm. And I mean, just to explain the shocks, you know. Sometimes your body tells you tells you the the little pain and the little um twitch that you get. And that's sometimes it's uncomfortable. But because I'm used to that mm-hmm. and I know like this my my mom, it's just sending a message to my brain mm-hmm. saying like, Okay, this part of the body is getting a bit tired but then when you look at it and I said, Okay, I can I can push for the next twenty five minutes and I'll worry about later mm-hmm. I'm able to do that because I've trained I've trained that. I've trained my mind to be used to that pain too. So so, I mean, talking about lows, I think it's quite important to understand which bowlers, which bowlers are, that you need to make sure you look at their lows and which bowlers that need to bowl a, a lot more. Yeah, it's, a, so it's not just You can't just give everyone the same load without understanding their body. Yes. I think that's also important.
0: Yeah, it's a, a very important point in terms of. Probably part of a conversation I also had with Jeff Lansky a couple of weeks ago, uh, not always having a blanket approach for everyone. And uh, like you said, there are guys that might need the guidelines because uh, they're younger, they're new, they need to be kind of guided through. But um, you also get your experienced guys who have put in the hours with the body, understand their actions, they understand... Um, You know, that a bowler has to, at times, um, bowl through, you know, that pain. That's part and parcel of um, the journey. And, uh, of course, if you don't know how that feels, um, how can you now in a match situation, you're feeling that way and all of a sudden you have to adapt to it. So, yes, um, that's the the physical side of the game uh, you've mentioned uh, and, and you've put in a lot of work there. Now, let's talk about the skill set, something that, again, you are renowned in. is someone you can open the bowling, you can bowl with a new ball, old ball. And, of course, in white ball cricket, you do bowl at the death as well in the pressure situations. Um, We want to talk about the different formats now where... You've just um, had, what, a couple of months of um, you started in Namibia. You guys won the the T20 competition there under your leadership there in Namibia. And then you just had uh, the CSA T20 challenge that didn't all um, go um, according to plan. But what I want to talk about is the parts of changing between formats. How difficult is that now for modern-day cricketer to be chopping and changing in formats and making sure that your skill set is in place? Uh
1: Yeah. Um, I think, from a bowler's point of view, it shouldn't be hard as much as it is for batters. The reason I'm saying that is, I like, you don't find a lot of batters that play test and um, that play a lot of tests. You know what I mean, like. So I mean, batters now just equip themselves to just be white ball players only, or mm. just we find it's not a lot of players that can play the test lines very well. Mm in terms of a bat. Mm-hmm. But with the ball, there's not much you need to change. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're hitting the, the top-of-off line, a bat is still going to hit that line. And if they start hitting that line, mm-hmm. in 2-20 cricket, that's when you have to come with plan B, you know, and make sure that you, you don't become predictable. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the 4-day stuff, you hit that line for as long as you can. Even when he hits you hit that line, mm. you hit that line and then every now and again you bowl a short ball just to keep that line protected. Mm. And so, as, like I said, as, as for a former bowler, there's not much that you need to change, mm. really. And I think the, it's quite important to understand, like, the game is the same. Mm. The skill set is the same in terms of the bowling point of view and bowling in the power play. And obviously in the T20s, uh, middle periods, is, you've got to have variations and all of that stuff. Where in the forty stuff, sometimes the variation is changing the angle, coming wide with the crease. Mm. But where you want to land the ball and hitting top of off doesn't change. And that's something you have to do the whole day. Yeah. So that's the only difference for me. And that's what it's worked. It's worked for me. It's never been really hard to adjust mm. to to that and, and sometimes the only thing that changes is obviously the patient game because you come from T20s and batters are, are forced to make play and now in the 40s stuff you the batters are forced to just take their time and get into it so you as a bowler you also have to be patient and, mm. and stay creative in obviously hitting that Top or fourth aggressively the
0: whole day. I mean, uh, for someone like you, I'm like, I'm going to keep referring, you've been around now uh, 15, 15 years in domestic cricket. I mean, to to mention the word patience, I think that probably comes easier for you because you've you've been at it. And um, someone that a lot of stuff is self taught. Uh, you've put in the hours uh, to get yourself where you are. Um, where now we're going to say, there's a youngster somewhere here in Joburg and he's listening to this and he's saying, how do I maintain my patience? Um, Yes, um, I know how to bowl maybe one maiden over, but how can I keep coming back and bowling another one, another one, where, for example, maybe results are not, you're not getting the wickets, but the maidens might be there. How do you gain or continue with that
1: patience for longer? I think the first question I would ask is, how often do you bowl on your own? Mm. That's that's where you earn the right of Mm. being patient. You can't, you just come, come, you can't come to the game and be patient if you <laughs> haven't earned the right to. How often do you ball by yourself? How often do you try and hit the coin six times? How often do you do that? I don't think a lot of players do that nowadays. But so you can't really expect the guy to be patient if he doesn't even know what's like to ball to a coin consistently. Mm. I think that's a start. And obviously when things are going your way, it's easy to understand what it's like to be patient. Mm -hmm. but when things are not going your way it's it's almost like foreign to you because you haven't trained that Mm -hmm. so for me I've I've earned the right to be patient as a bowler because I've trained that I've spent Mm -hmm. hours and hours trying to hit that point and understand myself because I wanted to be better year in and year out and that's why I can talk about patience and say okay this time of the game I need to be patient this time of the game I need to be greedy this time of the game you need to just hold one end, you know, because I've I've understood myself and I've spent hours and hours hitting the cone. Mm. So for bowlers that want to be patient in their game, it's like, how often do you go and ball by yourself? Mm. No one there, just you and the cones. Just get to understand yourself. Mm. And that, that, that consistency of doing the training gives you the confidence and it gives you the the better execution of where you want to land the ball consistently and obviously understand that this guy is batting really well right now, and that means I've got to be patient. Mm. And that's where it starts for me is, go ball, shoot the cones. Do that, see how many times you can do that a week. Mm. And when it comes to the game, it's easy to sort of understand the part of being patient and the part of being aggressive. Mm because
0: you've worked on it. Mm. And um, I mean, uh, as if, you know, it's uh, such as the nature of uh, radio and things, where we're about to run out of time. I, I want us in terms of, if you had to say amount of time you spend up with the team in terms of your training and also the amount of time you spend by yourself what is that uh, balance um, of things, um, so that the kid can also know that uh, professional player Malusi Soboto, yes, he might train four times at the Lions, but this is um, he spends two or three days, for example, by himself as well, trying to hit that cone, trying to understand himself, even after so many
1: years. Yeah, I think that's hard. For, that's hard to explain because um, when I was in bloom, right, I knew there was no rain, so <laughs> so I'm gonna go. If training starts at 10, I'll go to the net at CDT at 7, mm. uh, go home, have breakfast, train at 10 to 12 at 1, go home, sleep for two hours, go train again at 3, and then just stretch and do what I need to do. And that's, that's three... That's boiling three times mm. already. Mm. And because I, I knew, like, my body recovered quickly, I was able to do that every day. Mm. And... Whereas now some kids don't play hockey at school, so I mean I've had that op- that license of being fit from hockey, so I was able to understand what it takes to run and be fit and ball at the same time.
0: Mm.
1: Nowadays, guys just just don't play a winter sport because they want to focus on cricket mm. so but for me, I made sure I bowled at least three spells three spells a day because that's what's required in a forty game. Yeah. And when that came, even when I was tired, I was able to stay proactive and and understand what's needed of me. Yeah, that's... and that and that also doesn't mean just because I work hard it doesn't mean that I'm going to bow well. Yes, yes, <laughs> a,
0: yeah. There's a tendency in sport to think that hard work equals uh, results, and um, of course. We would like to think that um, good preparation and things like that would uh, offer us those results in the future. But like you said, it's not always guaranteed. But consistency is what gets those results. And I think um, it doesn't come any more consistent than you and um it's yeah. no it's uh, since 20, 2007 that's when you made your last a uh, debut um i think many many years ago uh, i think that was Poch, is that um, northwest that was the, the team that you made your yeah yeah, yeah and uh, 15 years later it's still going strong um um and winning all sorts of awards um, with 522 wickets as a professional player in 359 games. So it speaks a lot about the man, what you've done. Uh, I really appreciate your insights. And uh, I hope that one day we can probably go in further uh, in depth to, to, to just, you know, share us your thoughts and views. Uh, but I appreciate your time this morning.
1: Uh, no, no worries, man. Anytime, buddy. Yeah, thank you
0: so much. That is Umalusi uh, Sissabato, the captain in Whitepool Cricket 4, uh, the DP World Lions. Hashtag. We love Number one sports digital radio station in Africa. Africa.